Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome. It's Thursday, April 8th, another day of the Ohioan. Um, great to see you. We got Brandon and Craig here. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are yeah. you? Fantastic. Uh, kind of a bummer of a day. Uh, well, actually, looking back at yesterday, uh, Columbus Zoo has been in the news, obviously, over the past couple of weeks. We got a story about the Columbus Zoo we're going to share in a later segment, but kind of... Uh, our Central Ohio got rocked yesterday, to be honest with you. Uh, the great Jack Hanna, um, who was the director emeritus of the Columbus Zoo, um, he left to retire. Uh, I know on the show we talked a lot about Jack Hanna. You know, what's next for Jack? Um, we even threw out the idea of, you know, is he going to run for U.S. Senate? Um, and it was interesting. Um, late last year, I know the dispatch was trying to interview him. Uh, along his retirement, we our show put in the request to interview him, and it was a quick no. And when we asked about Jack Hanna going to the U.S. Senate, it was a quick no. Um, I think Alyssa and Jen from the dispatcher were telling us that they got a written statement, you know, when they were talking about the current ongoings at the Columbus Zoo. And we're like, hmm, I wonder why we're not seeing Jack Hanna more, uh, or out front more. And we found it yesterday, uh, kind of sad. Um, Jack has dementia, and they're saying it's pretty much developed in the Alzheimer's disease. Um, they've said it's kind of come quickly. We don't know exactly where he's at in terms of where he stands or what he knows or what he doesn't know. But it sounds like it's you know pretty serious. Um, his daughters released a statement saying um, he really can't go out in public. And, hey, I, I've got very close family members going for the same thing. It's sad. Um, lots of great members of Jack Hanna. How, Brandon, how did it hit you when you heard about the latest for Jack Hanna's health? Yeah, it's um, it's it's very sad. Um, you know, you you kind of realize as you go through life, you know, people that you that have been have been icons, um, um, kind of represent your particularly for Jack, you represent your city pretty well. Um, has been a big voice in the uh, animal world. Um, it's just sad to go on new, these kinds of news come at you without expecting it. Um, there's just no way to get around it. Um, but move forward. Um, and just, you know, a lot of thoughts with the family. Um, it's tough when these kinds of situations come up. 
Um, Craig, you know, Brian and I live here in uh, Columbus, but Jack Hanna is obviously not just a Columbus guy. I mean, you know, you think about Into the Wild with Jack Hanna, which was on a lot of places. You think about uh, TV. I mean, he was – I think he was actually on Johnny Carson too, but um, when you think about late night, you you know, think about a little bit more of uh, what happened with David Letterman. Um, I put together a piece for the dispatch yesterday uh, talking about how he made over 100 appearances on Letterman. Uh, you, you have to check the dispatch out. Please support local journalism. Um, it talks about some of his more famous appearances on Letterman. So really, I don't know, Craig, I mean, you don't live in Central Ohio, but Jack Hanna is a common name to animals across the world, not just here in Columbus. Yeah, I mean, I think I knew that Jack Hanna was Jack Hanna before I knew that he actually was, you know, from the Columbus Zoo and kind of represented our home state here. I really... Um, when I growing up, I really don't recall ever really realizing that Jack Hanna was a part of the Columbus Zoo and, you know, a part of our great state. And, um, you know, news like this just kind of blindsides you because four months ago he was, you know, retiring. And now, you know, this it's it, we're probably never going to see him in public again, unfortunately. And, you know, he's been such a great advocate for zoos and for, you know, conservation and it just it just kind of blindsides you and you even know how to react because you just don't want to believe that someone that you feel like you know even though you don't know is not that same person anymore kind of in a lot of ways yeah it's sad i i read a couple of comments on our coverage yesterday saying look you know he's not dead because you know you can look at the coverage and say um you know he's still alive but I'll tell you, this dementia and Alzheimer's, it changes who you are. And you're still a valuable person. You're still someone who should be loved and everything. But, you know, it's sad to say it's probably, and you know, we don't know Jack now. We're not sure exactly where Jack's at mentally. But, you know, it's a different person. And it's sad. It's tough. I don't know. A lot of prayers out for the family. Um and yeah, you know, and Jack, you know, as well. Uh, Brandon, I don't know if you remember this, but yeah, you know, the thing that kind of sticks out to me with Jack Hanna, I mean, I loved him a Letterman. I liked that he was always a funny guy and everything. But you know, I think back to that awful time, probably about 10, 15 years ago in Zanesville. Uh, there was a guy who kept a lot of exotic animals and he was kind of troubled. Um, he shot himself, and before he shot himself, he all his exotic animals out. So in the Zinfler, for a while, there was animals running all over the place. And it was interesting because the main person to come out and speak, it wasn't just on behalf of the zoo, it was on behalf of the animals, was Jack Hanna. So, I mean, he wasn't just this pitchman for the Columbus Zoo. He seemed to like animals just in general. It really was interesting conservation, a bunch of other things. So, and I don't know, that, I mean, Lerman's going to always stick with me, but just... What he did for animals in general was something that was impressive. Yeah, um, Jack was definitely a go-to person for those kinds of stories. Um, you know, I think technically, though, he came out and spoke. I said, you know, what the law enforcement did that day was necessary. It was tragic, but necessary. Um, but you know, I think it's what's come. It, he's definitely an important figure in the terms of as the as I think people are viewing zoos in a bit more of a different context. Um, they have not had a good track record on public relations over the last few years, but, um, um, you know, different time, a different era. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see where things go in the next 10 to 20 years. Um, as far as that uh, uh, storyline goes, but um, but yeah, it's a, it'll be interesting because now that you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see who can kind of be the next face for you know USU's um, Animal Kingdom. Um, um, but you know, for the time being, now it's just you know, like I, I said, this is uh, not the time to talk about. It. It's just really just kind of acknowledging this is kind of a uh, we got a, a bit of a void here. Yeah, and again, we'll. In another segment, we'll talk about the latest of what's currently happening at the zoo. But, um, Craig, you know, zoo is looking for a new leader with the other stuff that, again, we'll talk about later. Um, but I'll tell you, replacing Jack is going to be, you know, difficult. I mean, how do you, how do you replace a Jack Hanna? Um, but I'm sure that with the reputation that the Columbus Zoo has, um, it probably won't be hard to find a, a definitely an effective leader. Um, you know, whatever memory and thought of Jack Hanna, and you know, I, I think the nice thing about this is we're still celebrating he's alive. I, I know he's going through a tough time, but sometimes we don't say enough nice things about people while they're alive. We wait till after they die. So hopefully, this is something that you know can encourage the family, encourage Jack. Not not just what we're saying, but what the media and all these well wishers around the world saying too. Um, Craig, the thing I miss the most or, or like the most about the Columbus Zoo is the fact that they give animals room to run. Um, I was reading a Columbus Parent article yesterday about Jack, and they were saying that animals were in cages when he first came. And, you know, it was late 70s. That's kind of the way zoos operated. And, man, you go to the Columbus Zoo now. I mean, my favorite part is the Africa exhibit because you've got lions that are in space to run around. You've got giraffes with space to run around and everything else. To me, I, I think for what he did for the Columbus zoos and zoos in general, that, that that was the thing that kind of stuck out the most to me. Yeah, I mean, he really advocated for you know the animals, not just to to publicize the zoos and get people to come to the zoos, but you know you could you can kind of tell that his love for animals, you know, started from when he was you know born in Knoxville and his family, much like the Zanesville incident, you know, they owned, you know, they had exotic animals. And so I think he kind of understood from a young age, you know, about animals and just wanted to promote them and, but then still let them be sort of in their natural habitat as much as possible. And, you know, making changes at the zoo to, to, to really advocate for the animals, not just for people, you know, coming and visiting the zoo, but just advocating for the animals on their behalf. You know, he's, he's, you know, you talk about how they're going to replace him. I don't think you really ever will replace Jack Hanna. He was sort of a once in a lifetime, you know, like we talk about athletes all the time where you're never going to see another LeBron James or a Michael Jordan or, you know, insert whoever you want to. I don't think you'll ever see another Jack Hanna because he just, he, he cut through all the avenues that you need to cut through to be a superstar and not, and and not in the worst way, in the best way, you know, he, whether it's advocating for the animals, whether it's, you know, making zoos fun and popular and in an attraction that more, that was more than just like a circus sideshow, you know, he really kind of cut through all those, you know, all that tape and just made zoos fun and, and made them in, in for, you know, in educational. And, you know, there just probably never will be another Jack Hanna. It just doesn't seem possible you know, not just from the Columbus Zoo's perspective, but maybe even any zoo. Yeah, it's not even just the animals. It's, you know, 
like my kids big animal people and but you know they've established like a little music park halfway in between a big water park that they love so Columbus Zoo has become more of a obviously a world class animal place but you know it, it's almost a big entertainment place where it kind of fits everybody in your family what they like or don't like so yeah very good so um yeah our thoughts go out to Jack and his family um you know just prayers as they kind of go into the next part of where Jack's at and you know you think about Jack you think about his family a lot of um just admiration for his wife Susie what she's going through so just think about their family at this time and like I said I've been through Alzheimer's dementia with family a couple of times it sucks and it's sad not just thinking about Jack but thinking about what my family has and has gone through in the past so our thoughts to him um yeah we, we'll talk about what's currently going to Zoo, but I want to definitely give some time to talk about Jack and himself um Check out our show. Um, thanks for checking out. Thanks for um, sharing. Thanks for um, checking out our sponsors. And we want to say this again because we're partnering with them, and we definitely believe in what they're doing. Uh, Hope Interrupted, uh, Byron McCauley and Jen Mooney, they have a book out. They have a podcast that's exclusively on our network. Um, episode 3 dropped um, Wednesday uh, with New Orleans um, TV anchor Sharice uh, Gibson. And they were talking about unifying conversations, which we need a lot because, um, you know, when we talk about politics and all the junk that's going on in the world today. So definitely check the podcast out and please check out the book. Um, hey, you know, it's a great book for figuring out how to talk to people either cross-culturally or people you may not agree with politically. Um, thanks, guys. We'll be back very shortly for the next segment. Thanks for checking out the highlight. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com. <laughs>